0: Hello and welcome back. You are listening to Redirected, a show where we sit down with celebrities, athletes, and entrepreneurs to hear about their career pivots and how they've dealt with life's unexpected events. My name is Andrew East, and the reason I started this show is because I have experienced several career redirections myself. I graduated undergraduate with all intentions of starting a nonprofit organization to bring water to people around the world. Ended up getting picked up by the National Football League and have since started an online publishing business. And so I wanted to sit down with a couple of friends who I knew had similar things happen to them in their lives in hopes that I could glean some wisdom. And I figured I would record these conversations to share with anybody who might be looking to make a career change or going through one of those themselves. Today, we sit down with Vernon Davis, who is a 13-year NFL veteran. He is currently entering his 14th year in the league, and this was a really fun conversation. Vernon has a big personality, and he talks about how he's pivoted from being just a football player into building his brand and business in different and significant ways, including launching a supplement line called Timeless Sports Nutrition, which I've included a link for down below, and he also shares an interesting story about how he sells his whole athletic career and really entire life as a stock open for public offering. Vernon is a great guy, an awesome teammate, and a really fun interview. If you guys want to find out more about him, I've included his social links down below. Hope you guys enjoy this one with Vernon Davis.
1: Are you ready for this, dude? I'm ready, dude. I Let's mean, this has it. been months in the making. I know,
0: man. If not years finally we've arrived you know what's funny about our relationship is i've known you i guess for two almost three years since you did a venture capitalist with sean yeah i bumped into you a couple times before then doing workouts mm-hmm. for the redskins mm-hmm.
1: and now here we are teammates Hey, life is all about the unexpected. That's right. (laughs) Man, it's interesting. So interesting. Sitting here in the
0: indoor facility. Uh It's a great day. Can't see it. But Mm -hmm. um, this interview is all about people who have had interesting career trajectories. Mm -hmm. And I always like to start talking about people's upbringing Mm -hmm. and their family situation.
1: So if you could dive into that, that'd be awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, I grew up in Washington, D.C. My grandmother raised my six siblings and I. Um, I'm the oldest of seven. My brother, Vontae, wa- he's right behind me. He was drafted, um, and he pretty much, um, his goal was to always to beat me at everything. But, you know, I'm the big brother, so of course I'm <laughs> always going to win and I'm always going to be on top. But I felt like as being the oldest child, I had to lead the way. And for Vontae, it was my obligation to make sure that I was doing the right thing so that he wouldn't make any mistakes. So it's, it's pretty awesome to know that I have a brother who pretty much followed me and I laid the way for him, as well as my other siblings. Tell me about your grandma, because she sounds uh, like a phenomenal woman. My grandmother is probably the hardest working woman I've ever met in my life. I mean, of course she raised my six siblings and I, and then not only that, she worked two jobs and she took on the responsibility of bringing in her sister's kids. So she watched over them as well. Wow. And she also cleaned houses. And she cleaned our house every three days and just made sure everything. She had so much going on. It was like a, it was like a business you know she had this operation but it wasn't really a legitimate business but yeah. she was she was making it it seemed like it it was. You know, she was just always working and I applaud her for her hard work, dedication and just inspiration. It's the love. You know, that's what I that's what I I love that word because when you think of the word love, love is everything. And if you feel that, then you're going to be a great person because you, you know what it's like to, to, to be loved and you know what it's like to show love. So if you have both, both sides of that, then you could only come out to be the best you could possibly be. Yeah. This is a slight tangent, mm-hmm.
0: but you have a wedding coming up. Speaking of love, you have a wedding coming up. Is that right?
1: Love is in the air. That's right. It, this summer? I do. Yeah. No, next summer. Okay, okay. Yeah, June 20th, 2020. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, gosh. I know. Are you excited? I am excited. It's been <laughs> <laughs> quite the journey. <laughs> <laughs> I got Fun you. Fun and stressful at the same time. <laughs> I got you, man. Um,
0: okay, so you graduated high school mm-hmm. and chose to go to Maryland. And you said you kind of want to stay mm-hmm. around home. Mm-hmm. Um Describe to me, I mean, you're literally, I don't want to gas you up too much here,
1: <laughs>
0: but you're literally one of the greatest athletes of, I would say, of the past de- decade, oh, if not so two. I'm not, I'm just, I'm, oh. I'm just trying to be honest oh. and, and give my <laughs> listeners some background. Here. But like, I, I distinctly remember watching you on, um, do you remember the Sports Science Yes. And you just absolutely mauled that guy cuz he was yeah. trying to be like your sled and you pulled him and you're explosive. With John, yep, I yeah. remember. Yeah. John B. Um did you I mean, were you excelling at everything you did from the start or like t- tell me about when you realized I'm a freak athlete. <laughs> like I'm curious cuz <laughs> I'm just not I'm just not like that. Yeah. I've never been I've never been able to like sit back and be like
1: oh my gosh i'm the best athlete of, of our generation so there was two two moments in my life okay. right i'm gonna give you the first moment the okay. first moment was when i played in middle school i played half of that season in tennis shoes kevin garnett's black and white <laughs> nikes that i had on football <laughs> Oh my! God. i played football Are i'm gonna tell you why it? because i couldn't find any cleats <laughs> no. that worked well for my feet <laughs> I've always been flat-footed, man. When you're flat-footed, you have the hardest time trying to find shoes. Well, specifically cleats to fit your feet. And I played um, uh, half the season in those shoes, and I, oh, my gosh, I was crushing it. I dominated. (laughs) I dominated. I mean, Uh, I think I averaged maybe, what, 70 yards a game? Wow. Yeah, in those six Five to six games Six games that I played, I averaged wow. 70 yards a game. That's when I knew that, hey, my future was going to be bright. And then I get to high school, and I, I went to high school for basketball, but I ended up walking on to the football team. None of the coaches knew about me, none of the players. I walk on. It's like, hey, I would like to try out. <laughs> I don't know what position. I know I want to play offense, but have anything for me. Is there any opening? He's like, oh, you come out on the field and try out. You can work out with the team. Be here tomorrow at 9 a.m. Show up that first day. I mean, here I am, 10th grade, right? I'm just running by everybody. I'm running faster. I'm running. I'm stronger. I'm more explosive. That's when I realized that hey, this game they call football is definitely for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's clearly worked out for you. Um, here's what I think is interesting. I mean. Everybody talks about LeBron. That's mm. the closest parallel I can I can come up with to you. Yeah. And it's like he'll he'll say some seemingly prideful things that like everybody gets all upset, upset about. I'm sitting there and thinking at what point I, you have to distinguish between being honest mm. as you like as you are with such unique gifts of mm. I'm I'm just like uniquely gifted at physical activities Mm -hmm. and there's a difference between being honest with what gifts you've been given Mm -hmm. and being prideful about that does that make sense yeah do you ever ever struggle with like humility is is no no no
1: no humility is something i live by i like i said before i'm just always cognizant and i'm making sure that i'm doing everything that i possibly can to make sure that this guy that guy and that guy over there is saying nothing but great things about me when I leave. When I walk away, I want them to say that, hey, that man right there is a good man, very humble, very benevolent, and he's just overall, his character, his integrity, just, I mean, he's all class when it comes to those things. That's what I want people to say when I leave, so I'm very cognizant on how I go about my day on a daily basis. Wow. It
0: it rubs off, honestly, because here I am. I'm probably the, the smallest fish in the pond when it comes to the team. <laughs> and uh, you've been so nice to me, so I appreciate that. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank um you. Let's dive in a little bit to your NFL career specifically. Mm-hmm. Coming out of college, uh, you get drafted. Tell me about the draft process for you.
1: Yeah, so the draft process. So my goal was to um, play ball, of course, get drafted in the first round. So... That year, before I left, I already had my grade, they said second round, but I had hope and I kept faith that I would get drafted in the first round. So I get a call, I get invited to the combine, go to the combine, and the things that I was focused, the one thing that I was extremely focused on was running that 40-yard dash, because that 40-yard dash means everything. That tells the coaches and all of the teams that, hey, this guy, not only did he play well in college, but he can also run, right? And yeah. that's what they want to see. They the want to see that he can man. run. So I really yeah. focused on that. ran, I believe it was a 4-3-9 uh, during that insane. time. Insane. Uh, <laughs> insane. Learning. So that right there kind of took my stock up a little higher than it was before, prior to going into that combine. So I get a call, get invited to New York for the draft, along with five other guys, Vince Young, Reggie Bush, Mario Williams, those guys we all know about. Those guys, they had such a stellar career. Yeah. So I'm sitting there at the table and I get a call from the San Francisco 49ers and pick up the phone, it's like, hey, you ready to come play for our team? <laughs> hey. So I walk out on the stage and next thing you know, I was the sixth pick in the first round. Wow. Great.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. And you had braids at that point. I oh, had, a, yeah, I did. A, I had braids, they, dreads, whatever dreads? you want to call them. I, I don't Whatever you want to call them. They, no, there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> there's a huge they were dreads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> braided dreads. <breaded> dreads <laughs> braided dreads. Braided dreads. <laughs> um, okay. The reason you fit the, the, the context of this show is because you have so much going on outside of football. I read a headline saying mm. Vernon Davis shows that NFL players can care about more than just football. Mm-hmm. Was that always the case in your career? Was that always the case for, with Vernon College? Because like, mm. there's so many guys in the locker room. They're only focused on football. Right. You have got involved, and we'll talk about some of these things, in so many other ventures. Mm-hmm. You're a philant- you check out your website, philanthropist, artist, athlete, entrepreneur. Like, there's so many different
1: sections and components to you. Mm-hmm. Is that always the way you've been? No, I don't think so. I think I think I've always been inter- interested in different things, and things that uh, that most football players wouldn't normally be interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've I've always been like that as a kid. Even when I was in elementary school, I was a tumbler. I used to catch the cheerleaders and really, yeah, I did. No one knows that. No uh, one. I, Keith, that's off the record. <laughs> okay, that's off the record. Cut that. That's off we're the record, that. buddy. <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't mind. But uh, yeah, I was a tumbler. On the for the cheerleading team cheerleading team and um, I guess when I got drafted everything that I was into my personality and everything that I believed in all of the things that I wanted to do just started to come about and I didn't look back I just I was never afraid to be who I really was right you should never be afraid to be who you are what's inside must be revealed right because that's the only way we become successful is if we block out all of the noise and not being afraid of who you really are yeah dude that is
0: amazing words Mm -hmm. honestly um i feel like the first step to change is Mm -hmm. like you have to be honest with with yourself just like we were talking about like LeBron is a phenomenal athlete, but maybe he's weak in this area. You have to be honest in both, both mm-hmm. areas. Like, hey, I'm great here, but I need improvement here. Mm-hmm. And then you can make a change and progress. Um, so you've always been interested in different things, mm-hmm. whether it's tumbling or whatever. You get to the NFL, there's so many opportunities. Um, you've started charities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you started businesses. What of all of these things are you
1: most proud of? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm most proud, you know what? I'm most proud of hmm, the platform that I was given to be able to inspire and encourage our youth because that's what it's about. It's about using this platform that we have to be able to bring awareness to what life is really supposed to be, right? Giving back, helping others who are in need, um, showing people the way to to be as a person through through humility not only that but sharing your story because we assume that a lot of people know our our story but a lot of people don't so if we're, if we're able to use the platform that we have to bring awareness to those things and show people that hey if I can do it you can do it and that's what I'm most proud about You've done a great job with that what, what do you feel like was rock bottom in your career? For me, in my career? There was moments but I think the most significant moment that I would have to highlight was when I left San Francisco and I went to Denver. In San Francisco that year, I thought I was doing pretty, pretty well, right? I was helping the team. I feel like I was always a good guy, but they called me in the next, next day after we finished playing the Rams, the St. Louis Rams. I go in, they say, you're going to get traded. I started crying because I was there in San Francisco for 10 years and now, I felt like they didn't wanna, they didn't want me around anymore. They just yeah. wanted to get rid of me, right? So yeah. I go to Denver, and play the first two games mid-season. You know, I have good games. Uh, the first game was good. Then the second game, I was doing really well, but I made a mistake. After that mistake, I felt like they had stopped playing me, right? They didn't really tell me what the reason was, but I felt it. I felt like I knew what it was. So at that moment, I go from a guy that's, you know, get, gets drafted high and always a starter to being that guy who wasn't really the starter that i've always been so that moment i just felt like i was at rock bottom and then i look at my instagram people were talking about me i had to turn my comments off and like you don't got it anymore yeah like it was just it was just tough for me it was extremely it was stressful then i had to move my family out my kids to denver in the middle right they were in school so i had to do that then after the season. I didn't really get any calls. No one called me. The only team that was interested in me was the Washington Redskins because my general manager that drafted me to the 49ers, he was here. He was the only guy that believed in me that I could still play, right, which was awesome because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. Mm -hmm. So that moment right there when I was trying to find a team, get a call, I just wanted to give up. Totally wanted to give up. I said, I don't want to do this no more. This has been a rough year, even though we did win a Super Bowl. But deep down inside, I was still feeling some kind of way hmm. because I felt like I was being neglected and no one wanted me to play for their team. So I had to fight through it. I just kept fighting. I said, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to go into this year and I'm going to be, I'm going to keep my faith. I'm going to be diligent when it comes to my preparation mm-hmm. and I'm going to play to the best of my ability and make sure I contribute in any way that I can to help this team win. Yeah. Then all of a sudden I was signed to a three-year extension because of my character, integrity, and my play on the field. A couple of things you said there that I want to touch on. One, in a
0: weird way, I'm, I'm glad that you cried when you got traded because I went through that exact same thing where it's mm-hmm. like, as a professional athlete, I started in Kansas City. mm mm-hmm and you expect a degree of loyalty from a team as you said you were 10 years in San Francisco mm-hmm. I I only spent 3 months in Kansas City but like you you want this loyalty to to exist between you as a player and them as a team and you realize like pretty quickly that that's not always the case it's not really how the business works it tore me up dude i was i i got i cried the first the second and the third time it got cut, <laughs> and it's like you know it's just hard you know it's really, really hard, but I think it's it's a good it's a good moment to kind of step mm-hmm. back reflect and and have a perspective change as it sounds like you did. Mm-hmm. Second, you said, even though you won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. you had these unrest unrestful feelings you you weren't like people think people equate winning the Super Bowl they like the peak of life, mm-hmm. and it doesn't sound like that was the experience for you mm-hmm. um. Do you feel like your off the field character has has contributed to your longevity
1: in the NFL? Most definitely. I feel like my my character off the field contributes to everything that's associated with football and everything that's not associated with football because if you when you're like when you're when you're just a good person overall, you're treating people the way you want to be treated and you're you're accountable you're you're loving, you're benevolent and you're a, you're you're a leader. All of those things, people are watching you. Even when you think someone's not watching you, they're always watching. So you always have to be be at your best. And when you do those things, you're going to bring in that energy from the atmosphere. It's like the law of attraction. Right? Yeah. A lot of people ask me all the time, "So how did this come about? How did that come about?" I said, you know, I tell them, like Usually, whenever you want something from out of your heart and your soul, you really want it, and you talk about it, you live it, you breathe it it's going to come to you naturally you don't have to do anything so i wasn't I was not big on like
0: the energy concept mm-hmm. until I realized just like what you just said when you're when you are so dedicated towards pursuing something mm-hmm. you're going to be talking to people about it you're going to be researching about it and mm-hmm. learning about it you're going to be strategizing like I need to first step take this step and then the next step you're going to be doing everything you can to do that and I think I, I strictly think a having a clear vision of what you want mm-hmm. is an extremely powerful mm-hmm. concept and then b showing other people's that you, people that you have that vision mm-hmm. just like creates the momentum so I'm glad you said that because it's an important concept I want to talk about some of your off the field ventures, cuz it's super interesting to me. I think it was in San Francisco when you um sold yourself publicly as an athlete. Mm-hmm. I am I, still struggling with the phrasing of that, but <laughs> <laughs> the public you IPO'd your professional
1: ath- athletic career. Mm-hmm. Why did you do it and how does that work? So I IPO'd initial a lot of a lot of people may know some people may not know initial public offering is like anything that you might you might see on the stock market that just comes out is like oh, all of a sudden well, you have a chance to invest in the biggest company or that that just hit hit the market. So I did that because basically the company came to me and they said, "Hey, Vernon, you have an opportunity to sell 10%, 20%, 30% of your of your football income as well as your future brand income, meaning any endorsement deal that I seek between now and later on in life, because this is pre and post career, right? Wow.
0: Okay, I did not know that. Yeah.
1: So, um, so I looked at it like, of course, okay. So they're going to give me a check for four million dollars, and I'm going to sell ten percent of my football income and my future future brand income. Um, like, wow. Okay, that's cool. And the reason why people, reason why they wanted to give me that money is because they believed in my character, my 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 integrity, and who I was as a person as well as an athlete. Yeah. And basically everything that I do in a good way, whenever I may be in an endorsement or I have some some kind of su- success, then the stock grows. Just like any other uh, initial public offering or publicly traded company, right? I said, okay, how am I going to look at this? What What's my why? Why am I doing this? And I did it because... I know that I have some unique partners, right? We're partners. We're going to be partners from the time I did it all the way up until, you know, my life is over pretty much, right? Yeah. Um, so now if I'm going to be successful, if they're, if I'm going to be successful, then they're going to be successful. So in order for them to continue to grow and be successful, then we have to work together. They have to bring me opportunities and you know I have to present opportunities to, to them. We're in a partnership. We're family. So if we're going to grow together, we have to help each other. We have to make sure that we're doing everything we possibly can to always have that continuity that's needed. What has allowed you to have this success? Playing 14 years in the NFL is, of course, it's going to require you to start in the beginning. So from the time you you enter the NFL, you want to start doing – creating that, pr- that pretty much you want that progression if you want the, the progression that you need to have is whatever you believe in believe that's going it's going to work in helping in aiding in helping you take care of your body both mentally and physically because it's one thing to just come in here right just coming to your work environment the facility wherever you're practicing or training you do what they tell you to do but you also have to do things on your own outside massages chiropractor dry needle um, acupuncture, uh, mental, they have a lot of, uh, tools out there that's, that's for your brain from mm-hmm. seeing a psychiatrist to it's, it's so, there's so many different things you can do. And I've been doing all of those things since 2006, the day I got drafted, probably even before that, even before I got drafted, I just started the routine. I wasn't accustomed to it because I was so young, but once I got accustomed to it, I just continued the process and it has allowed me to go into my 14th season, which is this year, without any injuries, without any surgeries, zero uh, injuries. Uh, I've never been. I've never been injured. No. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, it's It's been amazing. It's been unbelievable. But, I. But my point is that, start now. You can't wait until you're in year five or six to start doing those things. If you start now, you create. You're creating that longevity that you've always desired to have, mm-hmm. and if you look at Tom Brady, he's been doing the same thing. He's yeah. been taking care of his body. He, he, he stretches three, two, three times a day. He's seeing his massage therapist, chiropractor, dry needling. He's been doing those things consistently over time, and a lot of people miss that. They think just because I'm a professional athlete, I can get away with stretching or seeing a dry needle because I'm always, I've always been gifted, super gifted, and I have natural ability to go out there and perform at my best right yeah and and it's cool it's, I, I get it I understand why you why so why you think why most athletes think that way but it's like it's like the like what we just talking about money right you if you have a deal with a company are you are you going to take the cash or are you going to take the equity yeah which one are you going to want if you take the cash that you can spend that that just goes away you're just doing whatever it's just now it's just here and now in the moment but if you take the equity that's growing over time so you have to look at your body like like equity right you you do what you do now you do it consistently over time it's just it's that's that's the best analogy i can i can find you keep saying time
0: and one of the things you're involved with Mm -hmm. this is new i believe yeah a new supplement line called timeless which is
1: aptly named, I would say. Can you tell me about what made you yeah. want to start this and
0: all about the products?
1: Timeless Sports Nutrition was started. They, they, you can find Timeless Sports Nutrition at timelesssportsnutrition.com. I created the brand because I call it a brand, not a supplement, because it is, it is, it is a brand, right? I started it because all of my career, I've, I've always been with different companies, and I've never been able to manipulate the ingredients in the supplements, and I find that. By manipulating and changing maybe taking up the adding more glutamine right mm-hmm. glutamine or adding more um, uh, ingredients to the to my amino acids right mm-hmm. that could that could kind of create a better product right yeah. a, that that actually works so it's I'm more about the results than the product so if if i mean like the results are all that matters right right so if you if you're creating a pro- anybody can take a product but what results are you getting? Right. So I, I try to focus on what, what can I do to better my results? And the way you do that is by, is by actually trying to supplement and seeing how you feel, comparing how you feel now to the years in the past, years in the past right? Mm-hmm. And from playing so long, I've been able to get a gauge on that, like how I'm feeling year to year, right? Especially being in year 14, you can tell if it's what's working and what's not working. Right. Because you've been doing it for so long. So that's the benefit I have here. So I wanted to create my own supplement line so that I could not only contribute to the longevity of my career, but also help others, like my teammates and uh, my, the, the rest of the guys around the league, Yeah. right? And I mean, it's for men, for women, whoever. I, and it's not just for performance, it's also for a healthy, Lifestyle, yeah. right? Because we have the greens. We have the green powders, who, which is awesome. I've been taking those green powders all my life, right? And I find that the more vitamins and minerals that I can have, the better yeah. for a healthy and active lifestyle. We also have fish oils, and we have pills for your joints. We have yeah. that, that formula as well. So people, I mean, you can find pretty much anything you're looking for when it comes to performance and uh, nutrient support. I mean, it shows in your skin burning. You got just great skin complexion. Oh, thank you, sir. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you. So, you you.
0: you have the greens, you have glutamine powder, which is for recovery for workouts. You have protein, again, Mm. you probably want to take for recovery. You have um, pre workout, which Mm. is fantastic. And you Mm. have carbs, which is good for taking pre workout to help you get the energy that you need. Mm -hmm. I'm going to include the link for that in the description down below that you can check out um, and buy some yourself. I've I've tried it. Would highly recommend it. It's great. Um, One more question, then we'll get to some fan questions and close this out. Yeah, sure. Being so diverse and having so many talents and skills as you have, are you ever or have you ever been worried about football in all, like, you know, the past six years, football's just been under attack and like, uh, you can't it just does so so much damage to you. Have you ever been concerned about that since you were so involved in so many other things that like football might detract from that from a physical or mental standpoint?
1: No, I find that early on when I first started to get into business, I was focusing a lot on business during the time that I was playing football and preparing, just preparing myself to be yeah. good on the football field. Yeah. And I find that you can't do that. You have to make time. It's like balance. You create balance. Like you have your family, you have your, you have your work, you yeah. have other things, your hobbies, right? Yeah. You have to create that balance. So when it's time to play football, then you put those things on hold, right? And I'm not necessarily saying you need to just, they just need to be at a standstill. No. In my case, I have, I found someone that helps me with my off-the-field endeavors While I'm playing football, so that you can focus. So that I can focus on football. Someone finding someone that you trust that you can work with, that's like-minded, that believe in the same things that you believe in, and want to help you grow. Right. You have them work on that. You check in from time to time, but knowing that this is your focus at the moment, and then when it's over, then you go right back into that. So you kind of have to just, you know, it's like an alter ego, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're here, and then your alter ego is there. So pretty much. Okay, good. Are you ready for some questions? Sure. Okay,
0: all right. So Natalie asks, "Who is the favorite team? Your favorite team that you've been on, mm-hmm. and why?"
1: I'll have to say the Washington Redskins is my favorite team that I've been on, because of the childhood memories. Yeah, growing up a Washington Redskins fan, and being back at home in front of friends and family, meeting my fiance here in Washington D.C., and just being. Immersed in the culture and the environment of Washington, D.C. It's been nothing but phenomenal.
0: That's great. Billy asks – let me pull it up. Billy asks, who is a player that you
1: idolized growing up? Billy! Billy! Good question. (laughs) My favorite player growing up, I'm going to have to say Barry Sanders. Wow. Yeah, Barry Sanders. He was just so – Dynamic, His ability to elude defenders, make guys miss, and get upfield just like that was, I mean, few and far between. You don't see that all the time. from da- Vernon Davis, we do. <laughs>
0: okay, Amanda wants to know, what was your favorite sport besides football?
1: My favorite sport besides football was actually basketball. I played basketball all my life. I didn't start playing football until middle school.
0: Did you ever right. play? Did you ever play basketball with football cleats on? As you played football with basketball shoes? No, <laughs> you can't do <laughs> no, that unless you're playing in the dirt. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, okay, Tim wants to know what book do you most often recommend? I recommend,
1: yeah, uh, one book that I've I read. Numerous times It'd probably rich dad poor dad. Oh nice. That yeah. was a great book because I love real estate I love investing and that book really inspired me and encouraged me yeah. to get out and actually be active yeah. in it. And so I've immersed myself through um, you big The generosity guy, of huh? this book. You're a big yeah. finance guy. I can tell. Yeah I like it. I like it. It's fun. What are your goals now? My goal now is to Continue playing football to the best of my ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe win another championship and win another championship. Yes. Yeah. Contribute as much as I can to the team and build outside of football from from acting to broadcasting to real estate and philanthropy and you got so philanthropy. Many yeah, just all those. I'm interested in all of those categories. So just building on those and playing football.
0: What are three takeaways that you've learned over your career
1: that might apply to the audience? Mm. Always, always have humility, right? Mm-hmm. It's important to be humble. Yep. You be humble because people, like I said before, people are always watching. So be cognizant of that because that will take you a long way if you're humble. And when you're getting these accolades and trophies and things – always um, show appreciation to the to the ones who helped you get there Um, never give up keep fighting because you don't know what's next there's a thin line between success and failure Mm -hmm. and you can feel like you're failing but as soon as you change your mindset you'll be right back to to the success that you had in mind the goals that you set all those things and number three is Never never turn your back on someone who treats you treats you wrong because you never know when you'll need that person. It's it's like it's like saying like it, you know, if you have someone who who, who does wrong by you or did something something that you didn't like, it didn't resonate with you, right? Mm-hmm. Don't 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 just treat that person bad. I mean you you always keep the relationship open because that might be the person that you might need have to get a job from. one day right yeah so always just use kindness have kindness in your heart and everything if you use those three points that I just gave then everything in your life will be fantastic (laughs) always you heard it here first folks
0: you heard it here first Uh, I have to thank you because you've you've had a a big impact on my life and my approach to football because Mm -hmm. I was so discouraged that I can't play football and pursue other things and you show, you've shown me the how to navigate that to a better extent. You said this to me in the locker room the other day. Like, hey, when you're here in the locker room, you're football first. That's what you're focused on. Mm-hmm. And that's hard for me sometimes because, like, yeah. football has not been super good to me at mm-hmm. the professional level. You know what I'm saying? I've learned so much from the game, but the the business at the professional level has not been great to me. So thank you for that. You're welcome. You've also affected thousands and thousands of people's lives. I was reading about your Read 85 program. Mm-hmm changed over 3,000 kids lives helping them read and get into books and involved with that so the the impact and the legacy that you're gonna you leave is is great and Mm -hmm. uh something that i would be proud of and i think you should be too so thank you you for taking the time uh this is really really fun glad we could finally knock it out but uh gonna include all of vernon's social links in the description down below as well as timeless as we mentioned uh his sports nutrition brand Um, and we'll see you next week. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you found today's interview valuable, there are a lot of ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you happen to listen to it. You can also share it with your friends on social media, blogs, or on your own podcast. And please head over to my website at www.andrewdeast.com for more information and to request your favorite celebrity, entrepreneur, athlete, or anyone else who inspires you. Feel free to connect with me directly on Instagram and Twitter at Andrew Deast. And thank you again. We hope to see you next time on Redirected.